UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry. And our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com. Oi! This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. There is nobody better than Gordon Chang. I recommend you follow Gordon on Twitter. He's a great Twitter follow. He's at Gordon G, as in good, Gordon G. Chang. And he's on this show quite a bit these days because China's about to destroy the United States, and we may as well get it directly from him. I can't tell you how many people, I swear this little, walk up to me on the streets of New York and go, is it as bad as Gordon says? No, let me tell you something. It's worse. Much worse. (laughs) I don't want to scare you, but it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. With that said, here he is back after appearing just on Friday, my dear friend Gordon Chang. Gordon, good Monday morning, buddy. How are you? I'm fine, Sid, and thank you so much. You're very welcome. So we spoke on Friday, and that balloon was still hovering over Montana. You said they need to shoot it down right away. I said the same. The White House was posturing, talking about Blinken's trip to China. And then eventually, sometime on Saturday, they did shoot that balloon down. And the president said, well, we were waiting for it to be above water so that the debris didn't hurt people on the ground. Is there any truth, a scintilla of truth, 0.1% truth as to what Biden said? Well, I, they did want to wait until it was over water. Um, and so that, I guess, is true. But it's worse than you suggest, because this balloon entered the United States, not in Idaho, and then went to Montana uh, and then crossed the U.S. It entered Alaskan airspace in the Aleutians. We know the track of this. It's on Twitter. Um, and it went over a significant portion an uninhabited portion of Alaska. Well, let me stop you right there. Well, well, over... why, but why didn't we just shoot it down, Gordon, once it hit the Aleutians? We should have. As soon as it hit the 12 nautical mile limit, we should have shot it down. And, and it's this balloon then went from Alaska over a long portion, a long track in Canada, over uninhabited territory. And then it entered the United States and Idaho. So... Um, there is an issue here, Sid, and that is um, President Biden said that he was only briefed on this on Wednesday. And if that's indeed the case, then the American people should be asking, why didn't the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, why didn't the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, why didn't they brief the president as soon as it entered the United States? Because we could have shot it down before it collected critical intelligence 
across uh, the American heartland because it went over some of the most sensitive sites we have. Maelstrom Air Force Base, F.E. Warren Air Force Base, Offutt Air Force Base, where Strategic Command is headquartered, and very close to uh, White, uh, Whiteman Air Force Base in Missouri. Wow, all this that. Is just unacceptable. No, it really is completely unacceptable. And so there's no question at this point, there is no question that the Chinese 100% Gordon Chang picked up some real vital information during that five-day, six-day, seven-day period. No question. Yeah, we. I believe that there is 99.999% no question. The issue is, did this balloon have the ability to transmit data back to China in real time? I'm almost positive that it did, because otherwise this balloon didn't make sense. Um, but, yes, we have to assume that they picked up important signals and communications oh, yeah. um, intelligence. See, this is going to sound really silly, but that's why you're on the show. And I'm completely ignorant when it comes to this stuff. But it would have been nice to know what the balloon was capable of doing and not capable of doing. So with that said, was there any way we could have retrieved this balloon without shooting it down from the sky? Uh, no, we don't have the capability to do that, Sid. It would be nice to do that because China has now a very large balloon uh, fleet. Um, right now, there's a balloon like this one over uh, Latin America. There have been similar balloon intrusions into the United States before and over our allies and friends like Taiwan, uh, perhaps Europe as well, as, as there is some reporting. So clearly, this is a massive Chinese campaign to gather intelligence from balloons. You know, you talk about that the balloons had been here before, and that's the first thing the Biden administration said this weekend was, hold on a second, before you start criticizing us, you do realize that the Trump presidency, the Chinese had balloons here all the time. So I saw John Bolton speaking this weekend. He said, well, I can tell you this. When I was at the White House, we never once, never once came across any of that information. Biden says it happened under Trump. Trump's people say, not that we know. What do you think? I believe Bolton. I believe Mark Esper, who was Secretary of Defense. I believe Mike Pompeo, who was Secretary of State. And I believe President Trump when all of them say that they were not briefed. And I believe that because I also believe President Biden, who said he wasn't briefed until Wednesday. And that means that there is the American people, as I said, um, we need to question why the Pentagon didn't brief um, these figures on critical national security threats to the United States. Um, and so there needs to be accountability. Well, let's I talk about people but, need to be fired. I agree, but but let, they won't be fired. But let's talk about why that was the case. I know that, for example, Blinken was on his way to China. Did they want to make sure that didn't get screwed up? Uh, you're a couple of days out from the State of the Union, which will take place tomorrow night. Did we, we did we not want the American people? They not want the American people to think there's a big issue between the U.S. and China. What would be some of the reasons why? The Pentagon would, in fact, not brief the president and try to sneak this past us. I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866-964-4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save you money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Kevin speaks with every new client. Your call, they quote, you save. That's 866-964-4434. Or visit Lang.com. 
Ins.com. To me, that is inconceivable because, yes, the president of the United States might not, might uh, want to try to downplay this or not to disclose it in order to make sure that the Blinken trip went forward, in order to make sure that his other China initiatives weren't affected. But the Pentagon doesn't have um, those political considerations in mind. It has one responsibility to brief um, the president of the United States on critical national security threats. And it completely failed to do so, according to President Biden. And as I said, I tend to believe him because I believe Bolton, Esper, Pompeo and Trump. You know, though, that if he does bring it up tomorrow night at the State of the Union, he probably won't. But if he does, he's going to beat his chest and say, listen, at the end of the day, we shot it down as soon as he became aware of it. And we shot it down and made sure that no debris hurt anybody on the ground. So I believe that they will try to position this, these liars and bastards. They will try to position this, Gordon, as a win for the United States. Well, they will, but they will be deceiving the American public because the president of the United States, if he was not briefed until Wednesday, needs to say that my secretary of defense and my chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff failed to tell me what was going on. And I have fired them. I mean, I I just I know you're right. They won't be fired. But the point is, there needs to be accountability because this was a failure. And the Chinese and the Russians and the Iranians and the North Koreans are seeing all this and saying the U.S. national security establishment is incapable. It's in disarray. It is not functioning as it should. And someone needs to needs to be fired. But you know that I could rewind this tape a couple of years ago with the really, really irresponsible exit from Afghanistan, which 13 of our brave soldiers were killed because of that. If these guys, some of the same names, by the way, Gordon, if these guys weren't fired then, 13 American lives lost, they're going to be fired now. Yeah. um, One can argue, Sid, that the failure in Afghanistan, and I believe this, the failure in Afghanistan is Biden's and Biden's alone. The military has to follow his orders, even if they think that those orders are misguided or prejudicial to the national security of the U.S. You know, our military has to follow the orders of the commander in chief. That was Biden's failure. Apparently what's happened now um, I mean, Biden could be lying, but I, I, as I said, I, I actually believe that he's telling the truth. This is a failure of the Pentagon, and therefore, this is a very different type of failure. Um, you know, I just I try to figure out these spy balloons, Gordon. As you pointed out, we just destroyed one here in the United States, and and only you would know this is how good you are, Gordon. I mean it that they're all over the world. You mentioned France, Latin America, all these different spots. What do we do? I mean, are you aware of anything the United States does on a daily basis or a regular basis to make sure that while they're retrieving our information, we're doing something like that? Well, our intelligence gathering is done in international airspace or from international waters. For instance, we fly our P-8s across around China's coast, but we don't go anywhere near China's territorial airspace. We're usually about 125 miles or so away from the coast. Territorial airspace only goes out 12 nautical miles. What China is is doing is it's violating territorial um, sovereign airspace. And so, therefore, that is different, um, significantly different. And that means also that China is also committing acts of war against these countries, including, of course, the United States. 
I mean, at the very least, if it's not an act of war, which it probably is, they're sticking the middle finger up. And they're saying, hey, we're going to do this in Montana, in Idaho, wherever we want in your country. And basically, they're saying, what are you going to do about it? So the question becomes, outside of shooting this thing down, what are we going to do about it? Well, I believe that we need to, first of all, cut all contact with China. Um, We need to cut mill-to-mill relations. We need to close their four consulates. We need to strip their embassy staff in Washington down to the ambassador. We need to turf out their state banks, which, by the way, are laundering fentanyl money. We need to cut all of these contacts to impose costs on China. And, And, Sid, you put your finger on something absolutely critical, and that is this was an intimidation move. Uh, in on the part of the Chinese, which means that they are trying to bolster their propaganda narrative that the United States is incapable. That's been their narrative for about two and a half years now. And that means this was not just intelligence gathering. There was a political purpose to this. And I believe that you're, um, that you're right. This was an intimidation move. We need to show that we're not intimidated. And the president of the United States is not taking those actions that are necessary to show to the world that the United States is indeed capable. So well said. Listen, I can't thank you enough, Gordon, coming on Friday uh, when the story first break, coming on today as we further the story. You know how I feel about you, buddy. I think you're the absolute best. I really do. So thank you again for another great appearance. And uh, stay tuned because uh, I think you and I will talk again very, very soon. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, sir. I can't tell you how much. I appreciate it. Wow, thank you, man. That means thank you. That means a lot to me. Like Gordon Chang, that's, this guy's great. Follow him on Twitter, please, at Gordon G. Chang. That's Gordon G. Chang. And what a great relationship this has become. I, I mean, I can't respect anybody more than I do Gordon Chang. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com